ladies and gentlemen, this may or may not be your friend Morgan Freeman. I figure if you need somebody to do an introduction, what's a better voice than the voice of the one, the only Morgan Freeman? Anyhow, welcome to the Great Value Bowl, brought to you by Walmart. The Great Valuable is a fictional showdown of monumental proportions as the Nebraska Cornhuskers clash with the Texas Christian Horned Frogs at the world-famous and newly renovated and expanded Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota, the happiest place on earth. But before we embark on this thrilling journey, I have a gentle reminder for you. The Corn Husker Bug Eater Podcast is creators and the vivid tales spun within hold no actual affiliation with the University of Nebraska, Texas Christian University, Walmart, Kermit the Frog and his Muppets, or the Corn Palace. Dear listeners, once again, I would like to calmly reassure you that these events exist solely in the realm of imagination. The views expressed here are as fictional as a unicorn's afternoon nap. We kindly request you to refrain from any legal actions. Husker Hollis, the illustrious Mike Gabb, and the Honorable Dr. Chip Smith just wanted to give all of Husker Nation a bowl game through any means necessary, as the Huskers haven't graced a bowl game since 2016. Rest assured, not enough folks are turning into this podcast to stir up any trouble. Now, I'd like you to ponder this. Why would you even contemplate legal action against three Husker football enthusiasts attempting to stave off the postseason blues of an entire fan base? Instead, we implore you to revel in the spirit of our fictional bowl game. It's merely a trio of the biggest Husker fans you will ever meet, finding joy where the gridiron might not provide. So, please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the magic of the Corn Husker Bug Eaters podcast and their imaginary gridiron spectacle, the Great Value Bowl. Lawsuits, like this fictional bowl game, are best left in the realm of fiction. Now let the game begin, and may our imagination run wild. Go Big Red. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Great Valuable, brought to you by Walmart. A historic event taking place at the newly renovated and expanded Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Oh, the, South Dakota. The happiest place on earth, don't you know? Oh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, Benning and Sharp are taking the day off. It's been an awful winter for illness. Yes. So the illustrious Mike Gap and I will be, give, will be bringing you the play-by-play commentary today. That's right, Husker Hollis. The Christmas miracle has unfolded for us poor and sad 
and dejected Husker fans. Yeah, tell me about it, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we finally get to see the team in a bowl game after a dry spell since 2016. Thanks you, thanks to the magic of Walmart. Always low prices. Always. And Mike, right when we're talking about the Huskers now, here come the Huskers right now. Oh, they take the field in. Are the Huskers, do they get determined the home team? Well, the actually, team? they're coming out in their home uniforms, and we are closer. They are in the red tops, the white bottoms, and the white helmets. They're actually scarlet and cream, you know, those great helmets. Ah. And uh, we got to talk about with the Huskers, the transfer portal rules for this bowl game are not taking effect yet. Matt Rule's build enough of a culture that all the players for Nebraska who are leaving for the portal are playing one last game today. Well, that truly is a Christmas miracle. Yeah, that's all right. We need it. And uh, the first thing, though, to watch out for in this game are the black shirts. Oh, yes, yes. Tony White has led the black shirts, and they paid him a whole bunch more money, so he's sticking around, not just for this, but even for next season. $1.6 million, and it's, it's great that we have him today, and it's great we have him next year because the offense has struggled with injuries and turnovers. So much so that uh, with both the injuries and turnovers, we've had to have three quarterbacks play this year. Oh, yes, we did. Sims, Harburg, and Purdy. And with the, with the transfer portal not taking effect for this bowl game, we have all the quarterbacks available. Yeah, so that's kind of a good thing. Now, uh, next year we'll have a young quarterback room. Yep. And we're excited for our five-star uh, Rayola. And then we have Kalen, who's a four-star quarterback. So, are, you, are you starting your bets on Rayola as a bust or not? I personally think he's got the starting job. I really think so. But uh, ultimately, I think, even though um, we had to settle for this great value bowl by Walmart as Christmas Miracle with yeah. only five wins, I do think Huskers are on the rise next year. I think Nebraska definitely will be going to a bowl game with warmer weather next year. That's for sure. Oh, the band kids have suffered long enough. And they're here. And by the way, speaking of band, I see some Horned Frogs taking the field. And they're also in their home uniforms, Mike. They're in their purple. They're in their purple and black right Did there. Did they not get the memo or I just think it looks pretty. I mean red and purple. It's bright, it's colorful, Mike. It's the color of a bruise, James. Well, it's uh maybe we'll teach them how to play some Big Ten football today, Mike. Oh, yes, 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 sir. <clears throat> so anyhow, you got anything about the froggies? Yes, I do. We've got quite an interesting opponent in these TCU horned frogs. So they did play in that national championship game. But it was not. It was a very lackluster performance. And then yep. coming into the beginning of the year, we're the first team that was oh, beat by the overhyped, eventually, Colorado Buffaloes. And, but since then, they got the, Colorado got those first handful of wins over, yes, our Huskers, but didn't really recover following. Nope. The Rothster, being in Texas, Texas school always has outstanding talent and athleticism. The standouts are running back Kamani Bailey. D oh, uh, James, I didn't do my homework as that's, well as I should have. So, that's okay. Uh, I'm going to do this. You should announce these guys. Standouts for the Texas Christian University Horned Frogs. At running back, we have Amani Bailey. At defensive tackle, we have Damonick Williams. At tight end, we oh, have... Oh, I can do this one. 
Jared Wiley. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay, let me try a wide receiver, Savion Williams. Yep. Quarterback, Chandler Morris. Yeah, you do this one. I don't even think I have this right either, Mike. Okay. Namdi Abiezor is the big linebacker, and the other linebacker is Jamoy Hodge. Those guys might give our quarterbacks some headaches. I'm a little concerned about them. Did our line yell enough? Let's find out. I think, uh, I think they'll be okay, but... Um, Although the Frogs had a season that seems a little bit disappointing this year after the great one they had last year, I think they're looking to seize this opportunity to play a bowl game and capture some momentum that has been lost. And by the way, uh, Mike and I are great, are happy to be here, but we are very proud to announce that we have a sideline reporter. The Honorable Dr. Chip Smith is here. Dr. Chip Smith, how does it look like on the sidelines? Good day, gentlemen. This is Charles Chip Smith. I'm your sideline reporter for this wonderful event today. I'm standing in the plains, the great plains of South Dakota, Mitchell, South Dakota, population 16,500. This is going to balloon today to over 100,000 people. Parking lots are full. Streets are packed with cars. They're parking on the highways. Everybody's here for this great football contest. I'm looking at the majestic Corn Palace. This 100-year-old facility has been a, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for high school basketball contests. And now everything's been converted to the Great Value Bowl game of 2024. Kermit's here. Willie Nelson's here for the halftime. I listened to the warm-ups, the sound checks. That's going to be splendid. It is just a wonderful day. Parking lots are, are full of people on the tailgate side of things. You can smell the Runzas. They're warming up. It's intermixed with a tinge of Texas barbecue. Guys, I've got a Two runzas, one in each pocket. They're warm in my hands. The sun is out. The wind's not too bad. And it's going to be a great day for Husker football. Back to you guys. Thank you very much, Chip. It's great to have you with us. And it's great to be here, too, with you. Anyhow, the Huskers and the Frogs are at the center field doing the coin toss. And it looks like the Huskers have won the coin toss, Mike. And in a strategic move... They are deferring to the second half. How strategic is that? That's the go-to. The black shirt defense needs to be out on the field first. Yeah, and when, every I, time. when I play the NCAA video game, I always defer to. Yeah. But anyhow, the Horned Frogs, they have to face the black shirt defense. That's going to be awful tough. That's a good move. And um, they are getting the flags ready, by the way. So please stand and remove your hats for the national anthem. And our national anthem today will be performed by a reunited group of members from all throughout the history of University of Nebraska-Lincoln's Scarlet and Cream Singers, Mike. Do you think our sideline reporter will make it down to be able to sing with them? He's right there. I see Chip walking right over there. Okay, great. That's good. Uh, anyhow, they did so good singing at the Michigan game. Walmart and the Great Value Bowl Committee invited them again. So, without further ado, here's... Uh, the PA announcer taking over to announce the Scarlet and Cream Singers. University's Scarlet and Cream Singers, founded 50 years ago. 
ago by the Nebraska Alumni Association and Professor Ray Miller, they performed around the world and were known as Nebraska's Ambassadors of Goodwill. By executive order of the Commander-in-Chief, all active duty military personnel in civilian attire and military veterans are authorized to maintain their cover and render a proper hand salute. The colors are being presented by a full joint color guard and commanded by midshipmen from the Navy ROTC program. Wow, and what a performance by the Scarlet and Cream singers, Mike. And uh, Chip was doing a good job singing right front and center, too. Great job, oh, Chip. Yes, thank you, Chip. All right. Well, anyhow, um, right now, Tristan Alvano is lined up to kick. And there it goes. And oh, Mike, that going, that's going straight to the end zone. Alvano really has got to come into his own toward the end. You know, it's got to be a lot about Mike Foley, that special teams coordinator this year. In fact, I believe he's so motivational that <laughs> there's a chance that Matt Foley, the character on SNL, by played was, by Chris Farley, played by Chris Farley, lives in a van down by the river. Yeah, that Mike Foley may have inspired that character. It's a rumor in my head that I'm going to believe. Same here. The same here. Well, anyhow, here come the Horn Frogs. Right. They're lined up at the 25 because that was a touchback. Morris hands the ball off to the running back, Bailey. And nothing doing. Stop behind the line of scrimmage. I just right there, Polar Bear right away broke through the line of scrimmage. He had that sniffed out right there. And right now they're lined up at the 24. They lost one yard on that. Shotgun formation again to swing pass. Batted down by Reimer. Right now, that would be its uh, third down. Luke Reimer, now, does he, do, is he coming back for next year for sure? Did he go for, did, is he back? He's back. Six? He is oh, back, back great baby. All right, well, the shot frogs are lined back up into the shotgun, but with two backs on each side of the quarterback for protection. But, oh, here comes that polar bear with your big max. 
sack. All right, oh, that's great. I, I love a Big Mac. I gotta get the buns taken off of them now because I'm keto, but. Yeah, that's all right. Still, we like the Big Mac sacks. Have the local McDonald's been, uh, been polite to your keto choices? They're very good too, yes. Okay, all right. There, there's some other local restaurants which happens. Just are, but we'll, we'll just remain positive. But anyhow, the Blackshirt defense stood tall right there, denying the Frogs any significant yardage. Quick three and out. And uh, here right now, it looks like the Froggies are going to punt it away. Billy Kemp is back to receive. Now, he's declaring for the NFL draft. He was a one-and-done player this year. But I got to say, he's my favorite Husker on the team this year. He almost, anytime you saw a locker room thing, he was almost always standing right by rules. So I think he was a moral leader in that locker room. Didn't get the production. Great kid, just didn't he get He got the... some good plays, but we didn't have a lot of good passing quarterbacks. But I'm hoping for a good day on special teams. Oh, here he comes, here he comes. Here's the punt. Heavy pressure, though. But Kemp receives it at the Husker 37-yard line. He jukes! He squeezes out a decent 18-yard return. Huskers are on their own 45-yard line with some fantastic field position to start. Oh, that was a great three and out to start the game, and... How might it could be a great special teams day today by Foley? And let's go to some word from our sponsors while the Husker is set up to take the ball over on offense. All right. McDonald's Big Mac, it's more than just another hamburger. There are two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions on a sesame seed bun. Seven great ingredients working together to make one great taste. Two all beef patties, special sauce, cheese, lettuce, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Get the idea? Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. It's your McDonald's Big Mac. You've got to taste it to believe it, you know what I mean? Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Two all beef patties. Let me say a few words about McDonald's Big Mac. It's a, it's, it's... Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Two all... Well, what, what was that word again? Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. Lettuce, cheese, cheese, pickles, onions, lettuce, uh, cheese, pickles, onions, oh, what am I saying? You deserve a break today at McDonald's. Where your dollar gets a break every day. And welcome back to the beautiful Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota, but with the great valuable brought to you by Walmart, the TCU Horned Frogs facing out to the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And uh, here we go, Chubba Purdy, the man of the hour. He's taking field. Cornhusker fans are on their feet because the lineup, the I formation, has returned to the Husker Huskers with Emmett Johnson, the I back, and Anthony Grant as the full black. Fullback. First play, Chubba. Chubba Purdy hand off to Emmett Johnson. Off tackle, runs for six yards. Oh, I love it. Off tackle for the first play. That's old school. Let's hear from uh, Dr. Chip Smith about that one. Chip, tell us more about that. Gentlemen, Matt Rule has been in communication with the great Tom Osborne and... Why wouldn't he? He is a legendary coach in the Nebraska football history. He has an offensive game plan for every occasion. Matt's kind of going to him and asking him for a suggestion. What's the first two or three plays from scrimmage? Of course, we're going back to the 90s, and it is up the middle, off guard, one way or the other. Test the line, see how they react, see how things are going to play out. It opens up the option game, the passing game, the sweep game. It just gives you lots of good information. So, 
up the gut, off tackle, off guard, either way doesn't make any difference. Back to you guys. All right, thank you for that insight, Mr. Chip Smith. Chip Smith, oh, doctor, 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 that's right. He did not attend 17 years of school to be called Mr. Chip Smith. All right, so thank you, Dr. Chip Smith, for that. And we have the Huskers lined up at the TCO 49. Looks like we got an option running to the short side of the field to Emmett Johnson. Oh. He is turning, turning, dragging, dragging, dragging down his defenders down to the TCU 38-yard line. And the crowd absolutely loves this. Not the TCU fans. Oh, no, but there's more Huskers than TCU fans here. Oh, not, not a surprise. It's been so long since Nebraska's been to so a long. But Chubba Purdy, he's orchestrating a masterful drive. He's running the old-school Nebraska playbook, navigating through the Horn Frogs defense. And now it's first down. Huskers, they're in the ace formation, oh, seven-man yeah. front. Purdy gives the ball to Johnson. and uh, Oh, nothing there on mm, that play. Stopped right at the darn. line of scrimmage. We the, 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 the Froggies, they figured that one out. Man, he was just tackled by a flock of frogs. But anyhow, it looks like that. Or are uh, they a herd? Look that <laughs> one up. I don't know, but it looks like uh, TCU has now moved everyone into the box. You can do that with the 3-3-5 defense. TCU runs the same type of defense that Tony White at Nebraska runs. So that might give us a little bit of a headache because well, uh, what do you know about the 3-3-5, Mike? It is very, very versatile. I mean, we've seen it all year, year, all year in out. Just because you call it 3-3-5 does not mean it's three down linemen. It could be three or yeah. five or seven or four. And just the front line is always shifting and can change right up to the point the ball is snapped. You so. know how in the 90s, Osborne had so many variants of the option? Well, the 3-3-5 is like the defensive version of the Tom Osborne option. But anyhow, um, the Huskers, they're now in the shotgun. They're backing up pretty a bit. TCU's 38. Chubba throws a swing pass to Kemp, getting the Huskers down to the TCU 25-yard line. We're in field goal range. All right. Now, to quote Mr. Yogi Berra, it's like deja vu all over again. A lot of, a lot of struggles in the red zone for the Huskers this year. Is this the time that we could finally get over that painful curse of the spread zone. Let's not think positive, Mike. The Huskers back in the ace formation. Seven-man front. Purdy throws to generational talent Thomas Fidone, the second, bringing the Huskers to the TCU 17-yard line. Wow. Chubba has come a long way this year for being a former four-star recruit. Or was he five? He was a four-star. Four-star recruit coming from out of Florida State. And as much maligned as we have been with Satterfield, Chubba has kind of come forward as the most actual qualified-looking quarterback on the Husker roster. But, you know, many criticize Satterfield offense, but Chubba seems to, he keeps it pretty well together and keeps us on the field. And Chubba's back in the shotgun. Throws to Malachi Coleman. He's in the end zone, but batted down by Namdi Abiezor. Oh, Malachi was so close to that ball that just his youth, he, he is going to be a weapon in the years to come if we can keep him around. And there, here we go, Stu. Third down and three. Oh, there's a flag on the play. Oh, uh, let's see what that is. But it I, looks I, like it's going uh, Turner Corcoran penalized for a false start. I uh, just, why do we do this in the red zone? Why, Mike? The curse of cotton. Oh, my goodness. Barney Cotton, yeah, and all of his... Kids, I don't Children, know. yeah, there was like 12 years of <coughs> Cotton's playing for and the whole, Huskers. Yeah, anyhow, uh, here we go. Let's see if they can, the Huskers move back to the 27. 
Still in field goal range. We can still get some points. Third down and 13. Chubba Purdy from the shotgun. Sees Kemp open in the flats, but he's, oh, he's sacked by Williams on the play. Oh, bringing down yet another fourth down. Nebraska not great on the fourth down this year. And the red zone, a lot of odds stacked up against Nebraska. But yet we are in field goal range on the Frogs 27. And it does look like Rule is sending out the field goal unit. And Tristan Alvano will be taking his first bowl game attempts at a field goal. Well, anyhow, the kick is up. And it's good! The Huskers! They draw first blood, leaning three to zero. That is Huskers three, TCU zero. We didn't get not, the touchdown, but it was an opening score. Did not we came through the red zone with points. So there are there's there's hope here that we struck first. I'm just happy we're in the lead, Mike. But uh, really, anyhow, yeah. let's uh let's see. Chip Smith on the sidelines, what do you have to say about that? Gentlemen, I'm on the sidelines, and I've been talking to Chubba Purdy. He's looking pretty good after that drive, even though they only got a field goal. You know, three points. You got to score each and every time. The offense, to this point, looks pretty confident. Um, in my conversation with Chubba, I told him personally that he shouldn't transfer. But, you know, we need the depth. Chubba would be a great addition to stay in the quarterback room. I told him, really, what he needs to do is contact the Union Pacific Railroad and figure out an NIL deal with him. Maybe they can call their trains Chubba Chubba Choo Choo's. You know, given that thought, it would be great. Everybody's doing the Chubba Choo Choo. Come on, Huskers, do the Chubba Choo Choo. It would be a national dance craze in just the first advertisement. Well, think about that, guys. Chubba chubba choo choos. Here we go. Back to you, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Chip, I, I love the song. I love that, and I hope Chubba Purdy listens to you, Chip, and that he stays. He doesn't go to the portal. You know, they could still pull out of the portal. They could still do that. We've had some guys do that. True, but, true, true. But, true. you know, yeah, Chubba looks great, and... Um, you know what, Mike? I, I got to see a man about a dog really quick, though. We better cut to a commercial. So are you talking about a Rottweiler or a Golden Retriever? That's a yellow dog, Mike. It's yellow, a yellow dog. dog. Okay. okay. So uh, we'll be right back. Too hard, you ate too much. The cheesecake made you greedy. Let your aching head and stomach hear this message from old Speedy. Alka-Seltzer, plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Those speedy bubbles relieve your upset stomach and headache fast. For acid indigestion alone, Alka-Seltzer Gold. Oh, what a relief it is. What a relief. Now, the Horned Frogs will finally get their chance to answer back to Nebraska's opening points. Alvano's kick is once again booted into the end zone. Frogs are still running out of that shotgun at the 25, so looks like they're takes a snap. He's coming for the swing pass on a first down. Robinson and Huttmacher ran clean through, unblocked, passed, batted down. That is great defense by the Black Shirts. And here's second down. They're running a hurry up. Out of shotgun again. Morris is under pressure. Everything looks covered. 
And he throws it away. He throws it away. Oh, that defense definitely supplying the pressure to the Horned Frogs. I actually think Chip almost caught that, too. That was almost straight to Chip. Oh, yeah. What but, happens uh, when you step on a frog? I, I don't want to know, man. Oh, okay. Well, we better like be a little calm we're going to hear from Kermit the Frog up in the booth oh, a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we better cool that a bit. Okay. But anyhow... The black shirt defense, they stand tall, denying any denying the frogs any significant yardage. Quick three and out. Once again, they punt it away. Billy Kemp is back to receive. Decent punt, but the frogs coverage got right. They hopped right down there. Kemp calls for a fair catch. And the Huskers will regain possession at their own 38-yard line. Huskers still in the lead. Three to zero, and now time for a word from our sponsors. Gotta pay the bills, James. Gotta pay the bills. Oh yeah. Here on their lawn, their own 38-yard line, Chubba. Chubba comes up, steps away from the huddle, steps away from the huddle. He is back to take the shotgun at his own 38, and Obiezor breaks her immediately. Trouble, Chubba is scrambling. He's got the first down. Oh, oh, oh. Not only was that late, there was two of them in on that hit. One hit low, one hit high, Mike. I think that was Hodge and Obiezor. Oh, Oh, that was oh, that was such a crazy hit. It was a great 12-yard scramble. Where is the targeting flag, Mike? Do we have Big 12 officials at this game? I Oh, no, we do. Oh, no. Just keep that one second in your pocket, refs. Oh my goodness. Well, anyhow, Purdy is down. That was a violent hit right there. One hit up high at the helmet. One took his knees out at the same time. He twisted around. Looks like he's He's being carried off the field. This is not good, Mike. Oh, jeez. Well, um, I just saw, I can see Harburg is taking some snaps over as they're carrying okay. carrying Chubba off. Um, what do you think Harburg can do in this situation? Well, I think we're going to have more of a quarterback run. He's not so great at the passing, but he's scrappy. And when he was starting in the whole month of October, we were undefeated, Mike. Whoa, so looks maybe like he can get us going, especially if we run the old school playbook. Well, it looks like we'll be, be granted a TV timeout to help us pay for a few more bills. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper, Flame Grill taste with perfect toppers, I rule this day. Lettuce, mayo, pickle, ketchup, it's okay if I don't want that impossible or bacon Whopper, any Whopper my way. Chicken, 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 Italian spicy bacon, chicken. Take one bite and it all starts clicking. Crown of my day. 
toasted, wanna taste the royal sauce. Got me buzzing, I'm the royal boss. Sauce it up and top it with Mars. Chicken my way. Two full meals, $5.99 each. Whopper Royal Crispy, two fries, two drinks. Double them up or mix and match. Whatever you want, we're into that. $5 your way, I rule this day. Nuggets, fries, drink bars, just been raised. Add Whopper Junior is something new. A barbecue bacon junior just for you. International flavors all so different. Original chicken, so magnificent. There is really no equivalent. Arrival, all three. Eat like a king who's on a budget. Three tasty options, fries, drinking nuggets, all for five bucks. Wait, that can't be right. Just confirm that that's the real price. Everyone gets a BK stacker. Tiny dancers. Two linebackers. To each their own. Burgers, burgers, satisfaction buffet. BK stackers, bun, burger, cheese. Burger, cheese, burger, cheese, burger, cheese, burger, cheese, burger, cheese. Bacon, burger, cheese. We can do this all day. Big game, big game, we skip the big game Cause the BK memes have been insane Y'all really do it better than we do So we took the night off to give the song to you You rule your season today Alright, and we're back And uh, still, um, Huskers have just called the timeout So uh, let's hear about Harburg and Purdy, our quarterback situation from the Honorable Dr. Chip Smith. So I'll take it away, Chip. Hey, Chip. Well, again, I think our quarterback has now re-injured himself. It's too bad. It's a vicious hit. The Frogs, I think, in my opinion, are playing kind of dirty. That's what they do in Texas. And thank you very much, Chip. So we start back at the action. Harburg, out of the shock ba shotgun, backs up to pass. He's throwing a wounded decorative pass, but it is to a wide open Malachi. Ow! Ow! Harburg, the quarterback from Kearney Catholic, stepped up in a huge way, connecting with young freshman phenom Malachi Coleman for a touchdown. The Huskers are on fire. So hard to keep them down. So the first quarter ends with a score of 10-0 in favor of the Cornhuskers. What a start to the great, valuable, Mike. And even the band was caught off guard. We have a running quarterback on first down throw a YOLO bomb to Malachi Coleman. They were just not watching for him. Oh, and here's Alvano's kick. See if he can get the extra point. And it's good. That's good. And the Husker band playing their traditional slower breakdown. Do they play it when they don't make an extra point? No, they don't. I've been there. It but, yeah. has happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But anyhow, 10 to 0, Huskers. And uh, we got to hear a word from our sponsors again, but we got a special treat for you. One of our honored guests, Kermit the Frog, is going to pay us a visit, Mike. Kermit the Frog is going to pay us a visit. So, All right. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, we'll be right back. America's asking you to call. Drive your Chevrolet through the USA. America's the greatest land of all. On a highway or a road along a levee. Performance is sweeter. Nothing can beat her. Life is completer in a Chevy. So make a date today to see the USA. And see it in your Chevrolet. Travel in east. Travel in west. 
service is best, southward or north, near place or far, there's a Chevrolet dealer for your Chevrolet car. See the USA in your Chevrolet, the Rockies way out west are calling you. Drive your Chevrolet through the USA, where fields of golden wheat pass and review. Whether traveling lighter with a load that's heavy. Performance is sweeter, nothing can beat her. Life is completer in a Chevy. So make a date today to see the USA and see it in your Chevrolet. And we're back, everyone. Huskers leading at the end of the first quarter, ten to zero. And before we begin the first, the second quarter, we've got a special guest with us. He's one of my personal heroes, Mike. None other than the one, the only, Kermit the Frog. Well, Kermit, how are you enjoying this game at the Corn Palace? Oh, uh, hi, well, Kermit the Frog here. Well, uh, first of all, I have to say, it's not easy being green, but it's great being here and watching Nebraska and the Corn Frogs, you know? I... I'm not from Nebraska, but one of my good friends, Johnny Carson, he would talk a lot about his life growing up in Nebraska. Johnny Carson was always a great friend of mine, and I sometimes miss him dearly, though. Johnny Carson, what a Nebraska icon, and, and many of ex-wives miss him as well. <laughs> well, that's really hilarious, my Gap. You need to teach Fozzie a couple things. <laughs> waka waka. Well, anyhow, Johnny Carson and I had some great times. He even showed me around Norfolk, Nebraska a couple times. But, you know, one thing, even though I'm happy the Huskers are in lead, i got to say, because I'm a frog, I have to root for my fellow amphibians, the horned frogs. So I'm really hoping they can find a way to break through that mighty black shirt defense. Go, froggies! Yay! That's totally understandable, Kermit. you got to stick to your amphibian roots. But it's always great to have you with us. Can you sign this for me, please? And can we get a selfie real quick? Well, of course, James Hawks. Well, anyhow, as we uh, head into the second quarter, Huskers are in the lead. But there's a lot of game left. What are your thoughts, Kermit? Well, um, it's a tough one. The Huskers are doing great. But those horned frogs are also a very scrappy bunch as well. I've got my web fingers crossed for an exciting comeback. Well, we appreciate that honesty, Kermit. Nebraska fans love having you here, even if you are cheering for that other side. So, hey, stick around, folks. We got way more action coming your way as we head into the second quarter of the Great Value Bowl. And we'll be right back as we hear another word from our sponsors. Yay! Everyone would be in love with me. 
And welcome back, loyal listeners. The second quarter of the Great Valuable is underway. Huskers lead the Horned Frogs of Te- Texas Christian 10-0. And the Horned Frogs are looking to answer back. Here's Alvana with the kick. And it's another boot in the end zone. Coach Foley has to be really proud of the Husker special teams yet again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he won't be warning them that they could be living in a van down by the river. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. All right. Well, we've got the mighty black shirt defense. Definitely has other plans because these TCU Horn Frogs think they're going to do something. So, takes the snap. Black shirts blitz, and Morris is sacked by a batch of black shirts, pushing them all the way back to from the 25 to the 19. Just nothing going on for these Horn Frogs today. Yeah, the black shirts look great. I am thank goodness for Tony White. Anyhow, it's second down at the 19. Froggies line up under center. Hand off to Bailey. He gets about two yards before being stopped by the polar bear, Nash Hutchmaker, who, by the way, he had a wrestling match last night and pinned the guy. I wonder, did we use the Husker charter plane to get him back here so quick? I don't know, but, you know, it's not terrible far from Lincoln to Mitchell, South Dakota. It, this is true. All right, so the Frogs are back down at their own 21, 30, 14. They take the snap, and once again, Huskers blitz. Reimer sacks Morris. Clean, beautiful textbook hit. Uh, it's just that's black shirt dominance right there, Mike. Oh, it is so good to say the word black shirt. Best without defense since 2009, man. Best defense since 2009. Man, if we would have had a sue on this defense. Cool, oh, man. That's three and out. The black shirt defense stands tall, shutting down any hopes of a response from the Horn Frogs. And the Horn Frogs kicker, Sandy, is back to punt. Partially blocked! But they got there. They're running. Camp calls for a fair catch. But it's at the Husker 48-yard line. We're starting with the ball in our territory. This Fantastic is field position for the Not Huskers. only better defense this year, we've got better special teams. Reliable special teams. Just couldn't quite capitalize it to get to a better record. But we are seeing progress. Well, anyhow, that's great. And uh, we got to cut to a commercial really quick. But we'll be right back. Huskers leading with the ball in Froggy Territory, 10-0. to I was sinking deep in sin, far from Mountain Dew. I had problems out within, nothing that I could do. But the Mountain Dew came to me, and I drank it all up. Now I'm happy as can be, oh Mountain Dew. We drink Mountain Dew. We drink Mountain Dew. We have nothing better to do but drink Mountain Dew. We drink Mountain Dew. We drink Mountain Dew. No thing better to do than to drink Mountain Dew. Yahoo! Mountain Dew. It's a new sensation. The best, the greatest, the most fantastic, the most sensational soda pop in the cosmic universe. All right, back from commercial. We're back with the Huskers offense. Huskers starting out in great field position, just two yards from Horn Frog territory. Huskers line up in the I formation. Looks like running option, but it Harper back with an option pass. And here he's back at uh, oh, a brutal hit on Harper by Namdi Abiezar. Oh, but there is a flag. 
on the play, though, Mike. Looks like yet another dirty oh. hit by the Horned Frogs. My goodness. Clearly targeting. You couldn't looks... not call that one, especially oh, after dude. the first one. And it looks like Obiezar will be ejected. Obiezar definitely expressing his uh, disgust with the refs, but neither is TCU. And TCU Sunny Dykes still as unhappy. There's yeah. a lot of Look at him, Mike. He's throwing his playbook. He's throwing his clipboard. And he's throwing his headset, Mike. But is he throwing the hat yet? Uh, oh, there Did goes the hat. The hat? There, there goes oh, the hat. There oh. goes the hat. That's old school Pelini right there. It's just, it looks like, oh, no, it looks like Harvard's slow getting up again. He was battling injuries, injuries um, especially oh. a bursa sack injury earlier this year. That's just not good. Chip Smith, you got anything? Thanks, Husker Hollis. It's not looking good for the Husker quarterbacks. Chuba has re-aggravated the same groin injury he had at the beginning of the season. Harburg's on the bench, and, you know, he's being looked at by the medical staff. He's visibly in pain. Oh, thank you, Chip. Ooh. That is some rough news, and it looks like we'll be taking an injury timeout while they get Harburg off of the field, so time to pay the bills again. Cha-ching, bling baby. And we're back at the Great Valuable in Mitchell, South Dakota. Huskers leading the TCU Horn Frogs 10-0. And in comes Jeff Sims. He's a quarterback with all the talent and the physical tools, but everywhere he's gone, including Nebraska, he happens to be a turnover machine. There is actually a Vegas line guaranteeing him for two turnovers per game. Now, interesting uh, backstory going on that Sims is also hitting the portal, but I just don't yeah. see a lot of teams lining up to take him. Do you think he can try to pull the Luke McCaffrey, change position, maybe get I some don't know. success? Maybe he can get some redemption, increase his stock, but uh, if he can't, maybe he should switch to another sport like uh, curling <laughs> or underwater basket weaving. That is not as easy as it seems. Yeah, but anyhow. Here we go. After that penalty, Huskers start into Horn Frog territory. Backfield is in the shotgun. Emmett Johnson is the running back. It's his own read. Jeff Sims keeps it. 21 yards, running out of bounds. Right now, the Huskers are on about the TCU 38-yard line. We'll call it the 38. Wise decision for Sims to get out of bounds. It does not milk any clock that way, but we do lose. It does move a little bit of clock to reset the sticks, so maybe it's time that Sims really needs to step up. We're, step up. We're already 10 to 0. All right, so we got the backfield in the eye. Looks like an old-school short side. Oh, 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 oh. He's got daylight. Yeah, yeah. by Hodge at the one-yard line. Oh, man. That was close, but I think Ooh. we're knocking on the door. We're lined up for the short yardage. We're on the one-yard line. And Sims, he drops back, though, Pass out of the eye. And he drops the ball. Sims. Oh, uh -oh. he fumbles. The Horn Frogs recover. Williams, he's got it. He's going to scoop and score. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's all the way down the Oscars. The, the 30. 
Always tackled, pushed out of bounds by Emmett Johnson. He oh. got on his horse. He ran over there. What a devastating he saved the blow score. to the Huskers. Oh, and oh on get, the one-yard line. The ball line. wasn't even stripped. It wasn't even a bad snap. He literally just he dropped back to pass, and it just dropped the ball, literally. Oh. No one around him. Williams ran through. He scooped and nearly scored on that one. Sims and his turnovers. He has lived up to the reputation. Uh, dead gummit. TCU definitely going to seize this opportunity as the second quarter runs down. Griffin Kell, they're going to send in the field goal. You know, with just these seconds left, Griffin Kell's up to cook for the Horned Frogs. And it's up, and the ball is, it looks like it is right through the uprights. Oh. <sighs> Score now still 10-3 in favor of the Huskers. We are going into the locker room with the lead. But what does this next half bring us with these quarterbacks down? Yeah, so si let's uh, check in with sideline reporter Chip Smith. He's probably got some updates on the situation. Chip, please tell us uh, what's happening down there. Jeff Sims, despite his talent, has added yet another turnover to his record. And it looks like he and Coach Rule appear frustrated as he storms off to the bench. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Breaking news. I see Dylan Riola in the audience. Trev appears to be begging some important looking people wearing suits to let him suit up. Whoa, whoa. Uh, nope. They're shaking their head. What are we going to do without a quarterback, fellas? I'll send it back to you. Oh, boy. Not the news we really wanted to hear, Chip, but it's still good to hear from you. Just, it's been frustrating all year. We've had these quarterback issues. We have two hurt and one just cannot hold on to the ball. When do the Huskers' quarterback ailments end? Yeah, well, anyhow, after our commercial break, uh, we're going to have the halftime show. we got Willie Nelson and the Electric Mayhem Muppets Band. So uh, go ahead, get some snacks, get ready, see a man about a dog. Come back ready to go to hear some good music. And according to Facebook Internet lore, Willie Nelson is the only man who could look normal amongst the electric mayhem. This is true. I never even thought of it. You're right. Well, anyhow. It's got to be true. Facebook never lies. We'll be right back. We're back for our halftime show. Huskers are leading in that one, but that wasn't a good end of the first half, Mike. What do you think about us the first half? It was solid. Chubb was performing well. Injury. He's performing Har great, but then... Harbert doing decently and another injury, and then lo and behold, Sims does Sims things. Yeah, going to do that, and so I don't know. What do we got to do? The black shirts look great. The only points TCU has scored has been off of Husker mistakes. They've had nothing going all game on offense. While this is a bowl game, it is merely a snapshot of what the Huskers' regular season was. But anyhow, um, hopefully they can get it together. Hopefully we see some old school Nebraska playbook. I don't know. We keep that running. But anyhow, what I'm really excited to see now, we've got the Muppet Band. That's the Electric Mayhem backing up the one, the only, 
Willie Nelson doing a salute to our agriculture. So uh, here we go. Here's Willie Nelson and the Electric Mayhem Muppets Band. goodness that was amazing mike that was so cool yeah willie nelson known to support agriculture and was one of the founders of farm aids so no i'm not surprised at all but always great to hear yeah. man the myth the legend willie nelson and, and his guitar trigger and an animal on the drums he is just he's awesome on the drums man yeah in fact animal is considered his favorite drummer is supposed to be Keith Moon of The Who. I thought he was going to be an Alex Van Halen guy, but I see that. Yeah, the, the, I well, definitely see that. Dr. Teeth, Electric Mayhem, started way before Van Halen. They this, were started in the set, well, 70s, I don't know. This is true. This is true. Let's well, talk some football now. Well, well, no, actually, Chip had the best view in the house. He's right on the field with them. He's right next to Kermit dancing. Chip, what did you think of the halftime show? You know what could be better on a nice sunny afternoon in South Dakota than hearing Willie Nelson, the great music icon, on the road again. He's up in South Dakota, and the crowd went crazy. What a wonderful performance. What a terrific performance. And Kermit, it can't get much better than this, guys. That's worth the whole trip. Um, finished my second runza. I'm probably going to look for a third one. Back to you guys. Thank you so much, Chip. That was amazing. Now we're going to gear up for the third quarter of this thrilling Great Valuable. Huskers lead the Frogs 10-3. And what a start this uh, third quarter this game has been. The Frogs now have some momentum. But excluding our quarterback woes and turnovers and injuries, the Huskers have been in control of this game because the defense has been dominating. That has been the story of the 2023 season. The defense keeps them in, but yet we find ways for the quarterbacks to keep the other teams in the game. This score is not as dominant as it sounds. Yeah, it's. I, I'm not. I'm not confident the Huskers' capabilities to pull this one uh, out, Mr. We'll James. See. But anyhow, I'm hoping for something big right here on special teams. But hey, here it is. Okay. Right now, the Froggies line up to kick. And there's Griffin Kell kicking off for the Horned Frogs. Here's Griffin Kell's kick. It's high. It holds up there. And Billy Kemp takes the ball at the 30. He's hit, but he's got away. Back up field to the 35, to the 40, 
It's to the 45. It's to the 50. To the 45. To the 40. To the 35. To the 20. To the 10. He's all the way home. Holy moly. Man, woman, and child. Did that put him in the aisles? Billy Kemp just tore him loose from their shoes. That sounds remarkably familiar. Perhaps back to a day of 1971, game of the century. It's almost like Billy Kemp ran a play. He ran that back exactly in a similar manner that was covered. Are you possessed currently? I, I don't know, but I just that, that I, was I heard some Lyle Bremser just somehow. I, I don't know, but that was well, that looks familiar to me. But yeah, we need to look up if Lyle Kemp. Bremser's spirit is living here at the Corn Palace. Who knows? But yeah, that's seventeen to three, Nebraska. That's a statement to start the game. But wait, oh. wait, oh no! What? Hold oh, on your hat oh no! Oh no! Do you feel that in here, right here in the booth? Ooh. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of frosty in here right now. Oh. oh no! What what is what is our kickoff team doing, Mike? I it looks as if they're oh. lining up for an onside kick. Oh, oh no! I haven't seen this since uh, a couple years ago, the Northwestern game. Scott Frost, after scoring and getting the lead, well, he extended the lead, I think. Same situation. He tried to onside kick it, which you usually don't do. You usually onside kick when Why? you're... That's terrible. Jim Smith, what's going on? Back with you on the sidelines. Special teams coach Foley looks off. His eyes are a little bit glazed over, and he's holding one of the new strawberry Frosties from Wendy's. Let me repeat, strawberry Frosty from Wendy. Some man in a purple hat jacket gave him. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I'm off to tell Trev. Back to you in a moment, guys. Oh, my gosh, Chip. Not not the news I wanted to hear. Oh, Still good to see kick. you. No, oh, no, no. And here it is. Oh, we, we're going to do a frosty onside kick. Here's Albino. Here's the onside kick. Oh, oh, no. It's a disaster. Horn Frogs not only recover. Oh, he's going. He's, he's going. going. Oh, oh no. Touchdown, Horn Frogs. A scoop and score off oh. of a very frosty onside kick. Coach Mike Foley's been doing so good. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think special teams coach Mike Foley might be feeling a bit of frost in the air after that one. I don't know. I hope uh, Dr. Chip Smith, what, what's going on? Please tell us it's better, Chip. Hey, I'm very sorry, guys. I got Trev Albert's attention, and he immediately swatted the strawberry frosty out of Coach Foley's hand and immediately replaced it with a cheese runza. It seems to have warmed up here in the Corn Palace. It's no longer frosty in here, but it was a little bit too late. Trev Alberts is yelling some nasty things at the TCU bench. Right now, Coach Tony White and Coach... Pot roast night and are holding Treb back. Whoa, a little bit of drama there. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. He's still a powerful linebacker. Here's hoping Nebraska can get something rolling on offense and stop turning the dead gum ball over. Back to you guys. Oh, thank goodness, Chip. Oh, oh that's some good news for once. Hopefully, it can warm up in here. Oh, oh man. Either. I just, no, oh, we get, uh, 
You know, the Huskers are still in the lead, Mike, but uh, I need a commercial to decompress from that terrible onside kick. Well, that's handy because the network has told us we have to. Okay, we'll be right back. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call a single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. At Wendy's, you get more beef and less bun. Hey, where's the beef? I don't think there's anybody back there. You want something better. You're Wendy's kind of people. All right, we're back. This is the great, valuable Huskers currently lead the Horn Frogs 17 to 10. The Froggies just scored off of a very frosty onside kick. Anyhow, here we go. The Frogs, they line up for a kick, and even though I would love if they onside kicked it to us, Mike, they're not. No. Huskers, it, it's up. Oh, Kempe takes a knee in the end zone. That's okay. He can't run them all back. He's probably still tired from that one run. He did tear them loose from their shoes. No. But anyhow, Jeff Sims, he's coming off the bench. He looks determined. Hopefully he can take care of the ball this, se this series. Right now they're in the shotgun, though, on the 25. He drops back. And it's picked off by Jamoy Hodge. Oh, my God, why? Sims throws just an awful interception at the absolute most <clears throat> inopportune time. And, oh, what? and he scored. He scored, too. Oh, oh no. Oh. Extra point is good. Score tied at 17. Oh. The moment, momentum has shifted completely to another purple team after a frosty moment. Is this the curse of the purple? Do not know. Purple Kitties back with the Big 12 with Kansas State and Northwestern. It's Oh, it's rough, but we are at a tie game. Uh, Chip, what does the sideline look like after that roller coaster series, Chip? Roller coaster indeed, gentlemen. Well, in the words of the great theologian Luke Skywalker once said, I got a bad feeling about this. God help us. Back to you guys. Oh, man, that's just, uh, you're right, Chip. We need, a, we need some help. But there's some hope. It's Husky. still tied. We're not losing. And the Blackshirts have been playing good. Every point TCU makes is off of a Husker mistake. Uh, but as in the, as the regular, series, regular season went, the offense ends up eventually hurting our defense. I don't know what this may happen. To, we'll have to see just what happens for this fourth quarter. Who's going to be our quarterback, Mike? I do not know. Was there a third, fourth quarter, or fourth string that know. went along? I don't remember But it looks like name. Matt Rule, or Ewok, just called a timeout. He's asking himself that same question. So we're going to cut to another commercial, guys. to the heart-pounding action of the Great Valuable brought to you by Walmart. The fourth quarter is upon us. 
and it's shaping up to be a true test of grit. Score is 17-17. The Huskers and the Horned Frogs are tied. Jeff Sims has been benched once again and in an unexpected turn of events. Timmy Bleakrode, the second string kicker who has sat on the bench most of the year. He's played in three games. He did have one 10-yard run on a fake against Louisiana Tech this year, but he's been riding the bench behind Alvano all year. Right now, Coach Matt Rule has thrust him into the spotlight, Mike. Well, he is. Oh, he has gained 10 yards on his only run and has zero turnovers, which is like nine fewer than Jeff Sims. Yeah. So what can Timmy the kicker become Timmy the quarterback? What do you think, the Honorable Dr. Chip Smith? All right. Timmy the quarterback is on the sideline with his offense looking and trying to inspire them, but most of the Huskers look pretty dejected. Come on, fellas. Come on, fellas. Let's go. Some are even laughing at him. This doesn't look good. Back to you, gentlemen. And Griffin Kell's kick goes straight into the end zone for a touchback. Well, here comes Timmy, the quarterback. The Huskers are going to start on their own 25. Backfield is in the eye. I like that, Chip. Take some pressure off of Timmy. It's a handoff to Emma Johnson for three yards. Second down and seven. That's not it, bad, Timmy. It's not a turnover, and it's not negative. Positive so. yardage. That's really good. Take your time. Timmy, the quarterback. So second seven, backfield lined up in the eye. Timmy, the kicker. I mean, court, quarterback misses a handoff. Oh, Hit behind oh him. no. By Williams. Oh. Ouch. He, like, tried to hand it off to Emmett Johnson, but he turned the other way. Him and Emmett ran into each other on that. And kickers aren't built oh, to take those no. Hits. I'm oh. just nervous. Okay, there now. It's third and 11. It's the single back, and they're in a spread. Oh, no. no. He bobbled the snap. You got to get your hands right up there, Timmy. But he falls on it. He takes care of the ball. Oh. Fourth and 12. Huskers. What? That's uh, a disappointing what's series. What's even positive with it? Uh, oh. Not a turnover and not another score for TCU. So, well, it looks like we're... But who's going to... Oh, Brian Buschini is going to take punt the punt. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's a fake. fake. It's a fake. Brian. He, just, he just passed that basketball style. That's the old push pass Right thing. to Billy Kemp. Oh, he's lateraling it. Oh, Ma my goodness. To Malachi Komen. He's going to the 30, the 35, the 40, the 45, the 50, 45. He could go all... No! Pushed out of bounds, but the Frogs at their 24-yard line. Oh, you know what? That is We're, wild. That oh. might give us a spark, though, and we are in field goal range right now. Oh, my goodness. That was right when we needed But, oh, my goodness. Satterfield's calling something. It's first down on the 24, but he's already got the kicking team lined up on the field. He has oh. no faith in Bleak Road. Can you blame him, Mike? Well, he's mishandled, but his kick, oh, that's very fair. But who would be there to kick it? I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, but it looks like Alvano is going to take the kick, but there's some jawing between Timmy and Alvano. It looks like Timmy the QB is now Timmy the holder. They're still arguing. This isn't good. Oh, no. Snap. Wide left. 
Oh, oh that was like Byron Bennett's kick in the 93, Orange Bowl against Florida State. Easy chip shot missed. There's some nasty. Oh, my goodness, Mike. Oh, my goodness. But wait, it looks like unsportsmanlike oh. conduct on Bleak Road on and, Alvano. Oh, no. For, they were turns out they were having their own fight between the oh. two players drew a flag. Oh, my goodness. Oh. That'll move the Horn Frogs up 15 yards on their next offensive series. They should start at about the 39-yard line. That's terrible. A terrible breakdown. Chip, any thoughts on that? Okay, this is a first, I think. Oh, kicker's in a fight. This is horrible. I guess there's no fight like a kicker fight. I didn't catch much of it other than Timmy the Fight Instigator saying, I could have kicked that better. The Huskers don't need a breakdowns like this. Why? Why? Come on, guys. Why? God, why? Oh, James. Oh, I, thanks, Chip. Thanks. I don't really have the words for what this is, but I'll go back to a character on a cartoon show I watched in my youth. His name was uh, Mr. Anderson. He was the neighbors to a couple of derelict boys. And oh, yeah. I know that He show. said, yeah. He said, this game, and I'm going to say, this game is making me feel like a one-legged cat. Trying to bury a turd on a frozen pond. <laughs> I, I composed myself after that. We'll be right back. It's sometime in the future. The ultimate challenge. Crossfire. And now the Horned Frogs from TCU will get their chance at the ball in this tied game. So they are lined up in the pistol. Morris hands off to Bailey. Sneaks through a batch of black shirts. You get that five-yard gain. Oh, man. Frogs are now at their own 44-yard line. Second and 10. Score tied 17 free with those frogs hopping forward. Still in the pistol. Doing something different than they've been doing all game on this series. Morris does a swing pass to Sevion Williams. He jukes Rymers out of his shoes. And he's pushed out of bounds but at the Husker 39-yard line. Good play right there for the Froggies. Huskers over-pursued that one. And also, I think I saw a little bit of frog holding on that play. Why oh. wasn't that called? I don't know. I, I wish Kermit was here. I'd have a word with him about that. Anyhow, Morris is under center. It's back at a spread look again. Throws to tight end Jared Wiley. He makes it to the Husker 25-yard line. But he's stopped by Isaac Gifford. Oh, no. There's a flag on that, Mike. Oh, I don't know. I saw a perfectly legal tackle. There's I nothing do... illegal. He was a low-form textbook tackle. Oh, Matt no Rule. head content. Matt Rule is absolutely living on the sidelines. He is hopping mad and licking his lips. He definitely did a lot of shots of espresso today. And they're ejecting oh. Gifford for that. For Targeting? To quote Bo Pelini, it's football, guys. It's football. Oh, so not only this ejects Gifford, he's got his hands up confused. He doesn't even know what it is, and I've got to agree with his stance. Oh, this and, is a painful, oh, painful to receive. And the Boo Birds are definitely out. That moves TCU deeper into the red zone. 
TCU is on the five-yard line, ready to punch in a score. The score is tied 17-7 in the fourth quarter. And the Frogs line up for the eye for the short yardage. Hit off to Bailey and stuffed by Hopmutcher and Robinson again. No game. Oh, thank goodness. I'm glad those two are coming back next year. Second down and 10. They give it to Bailey again, and he's stopped in the same way. But for a loss, that's third and 11, and the crowd is starting to get loud for the black shirts right now. Yeah, the black shirts have kept the Huskers in so many of these games, and they are not willing to give this one away either. TCU is in the spread. Morris throws a swing pass, and is batted down! Yeah, there we go. Great stand by the black shirts. A touchdown would have been a crusher right there for us. But here comes Griffin Kell. He's got an easy chip shot field goal from the five. Oh, there's pressure, but oh. Right down the middle. TCU kicks a field goal, narrowing the gap 20 to 17. Let's cut to a commercial and hope the Huskers can get something together and score, Mike. And we're back. We are nearing the end of the fourth quarter with the score being now 20-17 to 17 in, the, in favor of the Horned Frogs. Oh, oh. But the Huskers will have possession and a chance to answer. Griffin Kell will probably try to squib this kick to run some more time off the clock. And he's definitely going to kick away from Billy Kemp. Billy Kemp has been playing on fire on special teams. Had an electrifying return at the beginning of the second half. And the Froggies don't want that to happen again. All right, and Kell lines up and squids it to about the Husker 40. It's high and short. It bounces off of Tommy's visit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Savion Williams is running straight to it and catches it. He's at the Husker 35, the 30-25, and stopped by Billy Kemp. Oh, man. Wow, he's playing with so much heart He today. made a tackle. Oh, my goodness. So this is his last game college football. Anyhow... The Frogs, once again, with another Husker mistake, have the ball deep in Husker territory at the 25. Lined up in the pistol, but once again, nothing going for Bailey. Second down and 11, good stop by the Blackshirts. And next play up, Morris dropped back to pass. Nothing there, scampers for a four-yard one. Third and seven at the Husker, 22. And here's a big third down, everybody. The uh, audience is getting a little bit loud. They want the Huskers to get a stop here. Here comes the blitz. Oh, and I think that the Blackshirts, all of them, all 11 of them, got a piece of Morris on that one. Fourth and nine at the Husker 24. Here comes Griffin Kell, the TCU Horn Frogs punter. I mean, horn kicker, sorry. Not a lot of time left in the fourth. 
I don't think Coach Rule is going to ice the kicker. He's going to use all of his timeouts if he get the ball back. Yeah. Not a lot of time left on the fourth. And, uh, oh, and here's the kick. Oh, dadgummit. Yeah, they made it. It is it's good. good. <sighs> so the Huskers will have possession with about minute five remaining. They still have all their timeouts, but that's still not a lot of time, especially with Timmy the QB leading the offense. Yeah, they got another score there, and that was another whirlwind, another mistake. But anyhow, it's do or die right now. We got one minute, five seconds. Huskers do have all their timeouts right now, but they've had to deal with turnovers, injuries, and no clear leader on the field, Mike. But anyhow, here's the kick. It goes to the end zone, but Phil Kemp receives it. He's taking it out, Mike. Oh, razzle-dazzle, everybody. He's juking, he's spinning. Gets all the way to the Oscars 39-yard line. There you go, oh, Mike. Oh, Didn't high. quite take it to the house, but he got close That's, on that one. Oh, not a we lot. We needed of, that. Oh, indeed. I, we, we've seen this play out in the past, and it never quite works, but we still don't have a lot of time left. Bleep wrote in the shotgun with two, two blocking backs. Throws a wobbly pass to Tony, Thomas Maloney. Oh, and he that got is it. a first down, and he ran out of bounds to save that clock. Huskers are at the 50-yard line. Can Bleak Road actually pull this off? First down at the 50. Oh, he bobbled the snap again, but Bleak Road fell on it. That's good. Timmy, the quarterback, is not Timmy the fumbler. He takes care of the ball, at least when it slips. Back to second down and 10 on the 50-yard line. Operates out of the shotgun, two blocking backs, and the snap goes over his head. Bleak Road runs back and falls on it at the Husker 40. I'm gonna say that one was on the that was on the long snapper. That wasn't on Timmy. Oh, oh. That wasn't on Timmy. He did the right thing there. Oh golly gee, Willikers, Mike. It is third down with 40 seconds. TCU 23, NU 17. Huskers need a touchdown to tie with an extra point to win. Huskers are in the eye. Although Mike, I like the Huskers running the ball and taking pressure off of Timmy. We don't need a first down here. We need a touchdown. Here's the blitz. The pocket's completely collapsed. Uh, wait. Look. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Do you hear that? That's Bryce Benhart. He's running down the sidelines. Nobody sees him. He's at the 50. The 45. The 40. The 35. 30. The 25. Oh, go! Oh, no! Wait, oh, and he just collapsed in the end zone. He's exhausted. The players are jumping on him. Oh, and the band is playing. Bryce Benhart, how did he get the ball? Was, I, was that the fumble Ruski? The fumble uh, Ruski is a play Tom Osborne design. It's, oh, they're stop. It's, uh, it's stop. Oh, Mike, this play is under further review. Oh, the red jacket they has call come out. Touchdown. The cameras are. Coming, they called touchdown though. They're gonna be, but anyhow, the fumble ruski. It's a play that Tom Osborne invented. It's a trick play where the quarterback intentionally sets the ball down on the ground behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. When the pulling guard scoops it up and goes down the sidelines, just like Ben Hart. But the problem is that play was made illegal because it was so effective for us. And Ben Hart's not a guard. He's a tackle. 
I uh, do you think this one's going to go back? They it, need evidence to overturn. It could go back and buy rights. Is the play might be illegal? But I don't know. Chip maybe got a better look at that. So, Chip, do you got anything on that play? Gentlemen, they're showing the replay on the jumbotron. The call on the field is a touchdown, and I personally don't think they can overturn it. The fumble ruski, which made illegal involves an intentional setting of the ball on the ground while the pulling guard scoops it up and runs. It appears that on this play, the blitzing TCU Horn Frogs got to Timmy the QB and punched the ball out of his hands. Usually, the guard pulls on a fumble ruski, but the tackle, Bryce Benhart, made one of his typical errors and pulled ahead and pulled instead of the guard. But somehow that ended up in the right place at the right time. Yep, <laughs> the ball wasn't even set on the ground. It popped out and somehow ended up in Ben Hart's hands. This was behind the line of scrimmage, so you can't call illegal man downfield. Back to you, gentlemen. Well, that's very reassuring to hear, Chip. It looks like from your vantage point and on the Jumbotron, yeah, he would, did not set that ball on the ground. That was literally punched out of Timmy's hands, and Ben Hart made a Ben Hart mistake, but happened to be in the right place at the right time. I, I don't think this is going to be overturned, but wouldn't that be crazy? An unintentional fumble ruski. Oh, here's the ref. Here's the ref. They have him mic'd up, too. The call on the field of touchdown stands. What? The they ball could. was punched out, and it was a fumble recovered by the tackle. Oh my goodness! That it's it stands it stands. That's a touchdown for the Huskers. Touchdown. We are at a tie game. Oh my goodness! So that's pretty good. Um, but here's the thing, Mike. There was a kicker fight. We need one point to win this game. Who's gonna kick the extra point? Chip, do you know anything about this one? Gentlemen, an update on the kickers and that little drama. I just saw Rule talk to Bleak Rode and Alvano, and they hugged it out at their discussion. At the end of their discussion. I got a good feeling about this, gentlemen. Back to you. And we Thanks, are back. Chip. That's good to hear, Chip. And it looks like we're seeing a little bit of a strange discussion on the field now. It looks like Alvano pointing to Bleak Road. Now, Timmy wasn't a great quarterback and almost lost the game for us, but Alvano wants Timmy to take this home. Aww. Just like a rated PG <laughs> youth football movie, Timmy the kicker, after riding the bench all season, has a chance to win the game. I love this. Oh, Alvano gets the snap, spins to the ball, two laces out. Oh, good, good. It's good. Ow! Oh, my goodness. Do you see that? They're, they're carrying, and that's as time expires. The Huskers win the game. Oh, my goodness. It is 24 to 23 Huskers, and they're carrying Timmy off the field. I hear the crowd chanting, Timmy, Timmy, oh, Timmy. I love it. Oh, my goodness. What a comeback, Mike. What a comeback. On just an unforgettable finish to the inaugural Great Value Bowl here at the glorious 
Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Happiest place on earth and even happier for Husker Nation. What a wild ride. Not only the return to a bowl game, a bowl win. I love it. We've been craving this since 2016. The Huskers face adversity, injuries, even unexpected quarterback changes. We had the ball bounce the other way, but we had the ball bounce our way. And Ben Hart even got to have his moment, too, along with Timmy. Oh, but what? Anyhow, though, uh, Chip Smith, uh, you get to see the players celebrating. What are some of your thoughts on the game? Gentlemen, it was a roller coaster, to say the least. The quarterback situation had us all on the edge of our seats. Seeing Timmy Bleak Road step up out was unexpected and, well, <laughs> hilarious. Back to you, gentlemen. And really, the unintentional fumble ruski. What? Is there anything more Nebraska than that, Mike? <laughs> Do you think you can pull that off? Do you? Did, was, Tim, was it lined up enough the ball got punched perfectly for it just was. Ben Hart? Do you think that play will ever be replicated? I don't, I don't think so. Have you ever seen the Miracle of Missouri replicated? I think no, not. No, I don't think anybody wants that. But wow. I think Ben Hart's set for life for that one. And Timmy's definitely enjoying his moment. And so that's that's some good stuff. Oh, Hey, it's Kermit. He's back in the booth. Kermit, what were some of your thoughts on the game? My old Kermit the Frog here, and first of all, I gotta say, it was quite a show. You know what? I bet you Johnny Carson up there, he's looking down, smiling at his Huskers. I know that I'm a frog, and I gotta root for my amphibians, so I'm a little sad for the frogs, but you know what? They gave the Huskers all they had, and I'm happy for you guys, and Johnny Carson would have loved this. Oh. Always a great diplomat, diplomat, Kermit, representing the amphibians and the frogs out there very well. You know, your friendship with Johnny really must have brought back some great memories while watching this game. Yeah, sure. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to hop over and I'm going to try one of these runzos. I never got to have one when I was in Norfolk. So I'm going to get a runzo now. Yay! Oh, man. that's oh, it's, I love Kermit the Frog. I still do even though he was rooting for the bad guys in this game. But anyhow, we, that's going to conclude our great, valuable broadcast. What a way to end this season. Matt Rule's first year. Anything else, Chip? Gentlemen, this has been an event that will go down in the folklore and history of Nebraska football. It was a great game. Talk about heroes. Timmy getting his moment. He's being carried off by his team, and Billy Kemp will improve his draft status because, frankly, he won hands-down player of the game. Back to you, gentlemen. Oh, man, yeah, Billy Kemp did great, Chip. That's, I love him. I'm, I hope the Broncos draft him. That's one thing for sure. Oh, and look at Matt Rule, our Ewok. They're giving him the great valuable trophy, and... Mike, that looks like a show choir trophy to you. That thing is like eight feet tall, Mike. It is. Yeah, wow. It's amazing. And what's this? He's holding the Roulade coffee mug with the Cornhusker Bug Eater podcast logo on it. The one we sent him at the beginning of the season. He always had it and was holding it for the special oh, occasion. Oh, thank you, Matt Rule. 
He just took a big, he's pointing to us in the booth. Oh my goodness, what's, he's strumming his hands like he needs a guitar. He's not going to do a presser. He wants to sing and he needs a guitar. Mike, I got my Martin right here in the booth. Well, I got to run my guitar to him. Well, go. go. I got to go. Let me go down the stairs. Go, run. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Rule, instead of giving a victory press conference, has elected to sing a song while accompanying himself on Husker Hollis's Martin guitar. Yup nub, you chop yup nub. I told me to be chicken, canoe that thing. Oh, yawa, you chop yawa. I told me to be chicken, canoe that thing. Oh, Cody chop yup Cody chop the girl. Cody chop yawa. goodness i'm out of breath a little bit I'm, I'm a large man mike i had to run all the way down the stairs but and i got run to back i got yeah but i got to meet matt rule i got he even took a picture with me i pointed at him and then he pointed back at me did you point at the mug in the process i yes i did i definitely did that was he's such a nice guy dude he can sing really? he can sing and he can play guitar i just that was great chip you were right there what did you think about it well, goodness gracious, not only did Kermit and Willie have a stunning performance at halftime, we're now going to talk about Coach Rule. He did a great job singing, singing the song of his people, the Ewoks. Back to you, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, you're right, Chip. That, that was phenomenal. And anyhow, that's, that's the end of our special bowl game broadcast. Thank you all, you loyal Cornhusker Bug Eater fans. People who love the Bug Pod. It's just so great. And we might have a post-national championship um, episode. And definitely on January 25th, we'll have a special. Because it's my 40th, Mike, I'm going oh. to recite word-for-word word, Mike Gundy's I'm a man, I'm 40 speech. But then we'll take a break until the spring game. Because we, we need to recharge, especially... After such a spectacle like this, any thoughts for our fans and any thoughts for anything? Good to see the Huskers win and end the season on a high note. A win, a bowl game, and a bowl game win against a reasonable 
quality opponent. And some great performances in the bowl game as well from Kermit the Frog. Yeah. As well as Willie Nelson. It was, it's a great night, man. It's a great night. Well, anyhow, hope you all in Husker Nation have a great day. Happy Epiphany, by the way. It's January 7th. And uh, go Big Red. We'll see you soon. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, this once again may or may not be your friend, Morgan Freeman. I figured if you need a voice to tell you all goodbye, thank you, and then to tuck you into bed at night, kiss you on the forehead, and say goodnight, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite, what's a better voice than the voice of Morgan Freeman? Anyhow, as the echoes of the great value bowl fade into the realm of cherished memories, I would like to extend my heartfelt gratitude. Thank you for lending your ears to the Corn Husker Bug Eater podcast. Your support has been nothing short of extraordinary, and we truly appreciate each and every one of you. I know I do. Your enthusiasm and listenership have made this imaginary journey all the more worthwhile. We sincerely hope that, come next year, the Cornhuskers won't need the refuge of a fictional bowl game. Wouldn't it be a joy to witness them on the real gridiron next year, competing and conquering once again? Now, reflect on the exhilaration of this virtual victory. Wasn't it a delight to see the Huskers triumph in the confines of our imaginations? That thrill, my friends, might just someday manifest into reality next year. Believe, Husker Nation, and cheer even harder next season, for it can and will definitely happen again. Before we part ways, let me gently remind you all, this podcast is a labor of love, born out of the absence of Husker Bull appearances since 2016. The Corn Husker Bug Eater podcast has a very modest community of listeners and is not seeking any trouble. We are just simply trying to keep our sanity intact. So I implore you all, in the spirit of camaraderie, please refrain from any legal actions. Your understanding means the world to us, and we look forward to many more adventures together. Thank you. And until next time, keep the Husker spirit alive. Go Big Red, everybody.